the destruction in this movie becomes apocalyptic. It really does. It genuinely looks like... It kind of looks like the Maze Runner 2. It looks like... Okay, maybe not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. (laughs) I need a quick minute. I'm going to go get a drink. Hello everyone, welcome back to another installment of the Film Me In podcast where this week we're going to film you in DC style by which we mean it's going to be really dark all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm your host. Prepare for Xander's mum jokes. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Not even a minute in. Not even a single minute. <laughs> I'm your host, Xander Langwiston, and with me as always is our wonderful co-host who is also a massive cock. It's Mr. David French. How are you doing, David? Did you say he has a massive cock or he is a massive cock? Because yes to both. <laughs> Just introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm David, the one with the massive cock. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a running joke. That means I have to leave this in. Yes, it God is. Sake. And yes, you do. Um, this week, basically, on the as we all know now, uh, that uh, the Zack Snyder's Justice League... Uh, is coming out in a couple of weeks. And so to build up to that, we're going to be going through some of his DC movies. Uh, But before we get into the first one, we've got some news, haven't we, David? Indeed, we do have some news, because we haven't done it in fucking forever, and so all the news decided to happen. So I'm just going to run down some random bits of trivia that I found interesting, rather than the stuff that people might actually want to hear about. Okay. So, 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 so... Uh, firstly, I'm um, I'm getting all of this off of, off of Empire Online. I always do because I never actually research it. Great. Um, apparently, Terminator is getting a new anime series and works at Netflix. I don't know why, but that's actually kind of interesting to me. Okay, that sounds dope. I I think an anime an anime series for Terminator because like Netflix do really good anime series, especially for the American anime like Castlevania. They've done Dragon's Dogma recently. They're doing um. Another video game one with the bloody Dota anime series, which I don't yeah. know how they're doing that. Um, and they've been doing they've been doing the Transformers ones. I was about to say Godzilla. the Transformers ones. Apparently, those are quite good. Yeah, the Godzilla ones are apparently really good. Yeah, That's like a trilogy as well. So I'm fuck it. Yeah, I'm down for that. Why not? Maybe we'll get some actual good Terminator for once. Imagine the scenes. Imagine getting genuinely decent Terminator for the first time in twenty years. <laughs> God, it's 30 uh, years. One camp? 30 Fucking years. Hell. Yeah, T2 um, was 91. Fuck. I feel oh. old. Uh, Neil Blomkamp says he's writing Dix- District 10. I've never even watched Dif- District 9, but it's critically acclaimed. District 9 is sick. I've you never seen District 9, Mark? I have not seen it, no. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that was a yeah, reference that's, to that's Anthony That's interesting. Donald. Yeah. That's actually quite interesting, the fact that, like, something... Because he hasn't really had anything, like, explode nearly as much, as he? Because he did um, Chappie, which was underwhelming to some people. I really enjoyed it, though. Um, There was... Well, he, he was slated to direct a new Alien film that was going to be he was. He instead did of Alien 3. Alien 5. Yeah, yeah, he was going to do it. Yeah, he was going to do a follow-on. And now... And then he was on board to do the next Robocop movie. Um, yeah. But I think he's dropped off that now. But I think they're still he making that. He's also possibly on board for the Halo movie. He's still on board yeah. for the Halo movie. That one, yeah. So he's attached to a lot of things. It just ne- yeah. nothing ever comes together yeah. for him. But, but I'd, I'd, did... I'd be interested to see what he does next anyway. I think Halo would suit him really well. Yeah, totally. Like Based off of what I know of District 9... I think Halo would sue him really well. All you have to do is just change a few bits and then you've got Halo. Okay, if we're taking one thing from this podcast, watch District 9. District 9 is really, really good. 
You, you, I can't tell you to because I haven't watched you'd it. You'd really like it, David. You would really like it. I know it. I would. I've I've wanted to watch it a couple of times and I genuinely enjoyed Chappie even though I know it's supposed to be shit. I just found it a fun movie. Yeah, fair. I did watch it when I was a dumb little kiddywink, so I don't know if it's any good now, but still. <laughs> uh, what's the next piece? Uh, the next piece is, this is something that we will both find interesting. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 and A Quiet Place Part 2 to hit streaming 45 days after US cinema release. Ooh. Which, very happy about that if I don't get to go and see Mission Impossible 7 in the cinema, which I would love to because I fucking love it. Did you see that first image? A million times. I am about to get to that. Huh? He's running. He's running. Oh, he's running. He, he running. He running. He running. <laughs> When He's when that for an alley. when that comes out, we are definitely doing our our eventual Mission Impossible movie uh, podcast because those movies are so good. Mate, I still remember going to see Mission Impossible uh, Six with you in the cinema, and we knew that they didn't have the uh, the reloading the guns sound effect. <laughs> we made the so noise. Me and you made the noise, but so did a load of other people in the cinema. It was fucking great. Oh man, Henry Cavill, was... what a legend. Uh, yeah, and uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, <gasps> boom! Boom. Great, great segue. Uh, the next uh, Pixar movie, Luca, has had its first trailer. Yeah. Um, it just says releasing um, summer 2021. It didn't say in cinemas or anything like that, so I imagine they are possibly going to be releasing it on Disney+. Plus, Perhaps. Um, if they can't release it in cinemas, which I can honestly see Pixar movies just going straight to Disney+, Plus now from now on, which kind of sucks, but at the same time, it you know it's fun for the whole family. They don't have to pay thirty quid to see it constantly. Yeah, it's um nice. that that and the movie looks good. The movie looks really fun. Yeah, really fun. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Spider Man got a title. It got like four, but one official. It did. One. It did. Uh, no way home, and a little bit of extra trivia that's not on here, but I remember seeing today, and I remember talking about to you at some point. Uh, so Bruce Campbell recently tweeted about being in london and he then tweeted again just saying loving being in a certain city with a certain director on a certain movie blah 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 so he's being very cryptic about it so we all know he's working with sam raimi in london on doc strange and multiverse of madness yeah and loads of theories are going about because of wandavision and possibly including mephesto i know you don't fully think that's going to happen but some people do uh, there's a there's ideas going about that instead of doing what the uh, original Spider-Man Four thing was going to be doing and having him being like a Mysterio, he's going to be the multiverse Mephisto. Oh my god! I would love because like imagine him in a red suit as like the Devil Incarnate. That'd be pretty sick. I'll that would be that. sick. That would be sick. Because uh, then because like in the comics, apparently Mephisto isn't all doom and gloom. He is like quite fun, but he's also quite evil. And I think Bruce Campbell could fucking nail that tone <laughs> like being a very serious character but also being a lovable dickhead because he is a lovable dickhead. there's no way that marvel would let him be this character i mean though. if they want sam raimi to direct a horror movie which they want sam raimi to direct a horror movie for the mcu they've got to do it because he would literally just say right well i'm having bruce okay for a cameo no for a full fucking role in the movie <laughs> That that was the that was the one thing. I was like, listen, I don't I don't okay. even need to, I don't even need to get paid. I just want Bruce. Yeah, he doesn't even need to get paid. Yeah, he just <laughs> wants to be with me. <laughs> we need each other. <laughs> I feel like me and like Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell and like me and you, just a codependent relationship that's just gone on for far too long and it can never be stopped. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, apparently Wesley Snipes supports Mahershala Ali's uh, MCU Blade reboot, even though he's also apparently going to be making a Blade killer. I think he's just jealous that he's not back in Blade. Yeah, probably. Uh, Disney are apparently working on a Nightmare Before Christmas sequel. Oh, sequel novel. Oh, right, okay. That's fine. And then they'll probably adapt that into a movie. Because Maybe. Because Disney and merchandise. Maybe. Uh, oh, Edgar Wright is on to direct a new adaptation of The Running Man. Never watched it, but it's Edgar Wright. I'll watch that. Okay. I'll watch anything he puts out. Literally. Literally film a turd for three hours that does nothing, and I would watch it and call it a masterpiece. It's, it's nice to know that you're a real critic. 
Yes. You know. <laughs> and um, before I go on to the Zack Snyder news, uh, segue, plug plug, um, <laughs> shit ton of people have been casting the Borderlands movie. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, Jack Black is Claptrap, which I think they've only done that because of how much of a tongue twister that is. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Kate Blanchett is in it. Uh, Kevin Hart and Jamie Lee Curtis are both in it. Like, this is a fucking stacked, that is stacked. video game movie. That is a stacked cast. And it's going to suck. Probably. a shame. Because I can imagine Jack Black as Claptrap. He's got the lovable dickheadness. Because <laughs> that's exactly what, um, you know... Claptrap is in those in those games. I know you've probably never played them, Xander. Or if you have, you probably played them only a little bit. Only a they little bit. They are great. They're really good for co-op. Me, me and you should play them sometime. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then to get onto the Zack Snyder news, so Justice League got some trailers. It did. Uh, I haven't watched them. Sick. <laughs> um, it's also been confirmed that they're going to be releasing a black and white version. Yes. Uh, like post. Zack Snyder cut release. They're probably gonna like. There's probably gonna be a new movement called "Release the Black and White Cut." Yeah, I, I imagine they'll call something stupid like the Shadow Cut. Yeah, it would not surprise me. Um, uh, and it, it's um, it's other... it's official runtime got released as well. Oh yeah, four and hours it, and two minutes. Four hours and uh, I think it was one minute and like mid like mid minute seconds, something like that. So it's, it's, it, is, it, it is four hours. Yeah. Crazy. I really hope an hour of that is just credits. It's just like a big fuck you to everyone. <laughs> it's just, they just re-release the uh, the last Justice League movie, but it's two hours of credits. It's two hours of credits so, uh, thanking every single person that released, that like backed the release of Snyder Cut thing. Yeah. Like it'll be the main credits and then release of Snyder Cut every single person in the world's name. <laughs> Dear me. Uh, and then finally, another Scott, uh, Scott Sna- Zack Snyder, I was thinking of the writer, Zack Snyder movie is coming out um, in May. Uh, yeah. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead is arriving on Netflix, and it looks like Dead Rising. It looks really fun. It, yeah, it looks like Dead Rising, because they're in a fucking mall. I think they're like, in a casino, is, aren't they? Oh yeah, that's Dead Rising too. <laughs> yeah, this looks, is. this looks really fun. Uh, it, it just looks like a lot of fun. The only thing I hope, though, is that they go for just a Dead Rising movie and then have a sledge saw. Well, they've. Um... All I want is a character to take a saw, a sledgehammer, and some fucking duct tape. They, um. This is Zack Snyder really going back to his roots because he directed the Dawn of the Dead remake back in 2004. Uh, so he knows what he's doing with zombie films. Um, and I think this could be this could be a really really fun movie. I don't think it's going to be one of the best of the year. It might well be one of the most entertaining of the year. I honestly think this is going to be one. I think this is going to be way better than Justice League. More out of enjoyment though, because Justice League is a four-hour movie. Oh well, yeah, like it's just going to be an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. And it also just seems like it's going to be a shit ton of zombie action-packed fun with a bit of comedy here and there and hopefully a sledge saw. <laughs> um, uh, in the poster, I can see, like, stripper zombies and that's really funny. Um, is that everything, then? Uh, I think that's everything. The, the, the um, there was a lot more stuff that came out, but, you know, everyone else has covered it, so... yeah. Here we exactly are. like we I'm just covering the shit that I find interesting because fuck you all. Um, now then, speaking of Zack Snyder, <gasps> segue. Oh God, um, that wasn't planned. Um, we are going to be doing. Yeah, we are going to be following his trilogy of DC movies on the build up to Justice League. So we're going to be doing Man of Steel today. Then next week, Batman v Superman. Then the week after will be the release of Justice League. And we're going to watch the other Justice League and sort of compare them. Um, But first, this week, we're going to take a look back at 2013's Man of Steel. So a little bit of background on this movie. Zack Snyder at this point had only made a few movies. Um, I think he might have made some some smaller ones before this, but then... He really burst on the scene when he made Dawn of the Dead in 2004, as we mentioned already. Then he made 
300 in 2007, we had Watchmen in 2009, and then he made Sucker Punch in 2011. And at this Did point... Did you say Watchmen? Watchmen. Watchmen. I thought you said Watchmen. Oh, we're not, like... we're, not, we're not doing that joke Goldman. again. We're not do, doing that joke again. Um, so, <laughs> so we'd already sort of established this relationship with Warner Brothers, and since they wanted to catch up to Marvel, they decided to kick off their DC uh, movie universe with uh, with a Superman movie. And that movie is Man of Steel. And they hired Henry Cavill, who is a god amongst men. Sexy, then. Yes, very sexy. Yeah. And um, they've you seen how he builds a PC. Oh, yes, we have. Um, and Central. so it, on a budget of $225 million, which is pretty huge, um, yeah. this movie actually only made $668 million at the box office. Which, ob- yeah. it sounds like a lot of money, but for a movie like it, this, kicking off a cinematic universe, it's not great. Kicking off a cinematic universe with Superman as well. Like, yeah. Superman, for a, at a time, were some of the biggest movies ever. But then people just kind of realise that Superman, as a character, can be very boring. Yeah. Because he's literally just a god who is able to be killed by a green rock. <laughs> Um, like his own his only weakness is woman and green rock. <laughs> so we've watched this movie this week. Um, yes, we have. What do you think of it? Okay, so going into this movie, I was regretting it immediately. Yeah, like before I even pressed play, I was like, "Fuck's sake, I don't want to watch this." The only reason I do like I would even enjoy this is because of Henry Cavill. Or Cavill or Cavill. Cavill. Um, Cavill. <laughs> Charvel. Charvel. Um, <laughs> uh, but after watching it, I was like, okay, yeah, the other reason I enjoyed this movie is because of Henry Cavill. But it was a lot of fun because of Henry Cavill. Like he's he's just he's just good. Granted, I might just be biased towards Henry Cavill. He might just be another like Colin Farrell for me. I he hundred percent is. Hashtag Cavill fill, Cavill me in. Hashtag Farrell <laughs> me in. Farrell me in and hashtag hashtag Farrell and Cavill me in. Farrell and Cavill Get me in. Get both on at the same time. <laughs> They've never been in a movie together, but it'll be really interesting. Let's make it happen, folks. Um. Well, I. I have a mixed opinion on this movie. I have a really mixed opinion on this movie. I quite like it up until a point. And that point is when Superman comes back to Earth after meeting Zod for the first time. So really, the last hour of this movie, when all the action kicks in, the action is just so ridiculously over the top for the tone the movie was going for earlier on. Okay, and it's so, just so ridiculous. I completely agree with this, and I do completely agree with this. The idea of um, like whilst I was watching this, I was I've forgotten her name, but it's um, like Zod's like female apprentice. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, but what I was thinking is because she does like a little dash attack kind of thing. All I was thinking was, "Fuck, this is stylish." And I kind of want a Devil May Cry movie from Zack Snyder. Um, yeah, that's always been a thing with Zack Snyder. He's always been about style over substance. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, he has literally always been like that. And, like, that's been my main problems with his movies. Like, Watchmen was beautiful. Yeah. But the story was shit. And then there was my my other problem with watchmen was the soundtrack although fantastic just did not fit anywhere in the movie where they were putting it yeah yeah and you, i mean you, anywhere like all along the watchtower you mentioned this before. as the fucking earth explodes great song not a great song to watch the earth explode to though um like if it was up to me i would have put four minute warning on there by um i've forgotten his name but it's a great song so it seems like the uh the rest of the uh the audience were kind of mixed on this. On a, it's got a fifty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Jeez, that is, that is literally mixed, though. Um, and the audience score is seventy-five. So the audience score isn't even, you know, great by any means. Okay, though. Let's face it, though. That is literally just like most likely people who like Scott Snyder just upping this audience score more, and then there's people who just don't like the idea of a Superman film lowering the score. 
Uh, yeah, like when it but comes it's to the audience score, that's exactly what's happening. It's not like people's genuine opinions on the movie. I know, but that's just like a small amount of people. Of that's just a small amount of people. Like you get those people, but then there's normal people that actually review the movies on there. <laughs> normal people. Um, so you're saying that every single person that called for the Snyder Cut is not normal? Yes, that's exactly what I'm Fuck saying. Fuck you, James. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll go through this movie and we can sort of dissect it a bit and sort of go through what what we think works, what we think don't don't doesn't work. Um, in the typical filming style, we're going to go through the Wikipedia page and um, see where it gets us. Is that cool? Yeah. I was talking to the audience. I'll wait. <laughs> okay. Now. <laughs> that was weird. Sorry. Um, so the the plot starts. The planet Krypton is destabilized from mining of the planetary core. Sick. Jor-El, chief advisor to Krypton's Supreme Council, recommends that the Council give him control of the Genetics Codex. Before any action can be taken, soldiers led by General Zod, an old friend of Jor-El's, launch an uprising and arrest the councillors. I think this is a great time to mention that um, Michael Shannon, as General Zod, is really good. Yeah, I actually quite enjoyed General Zod. I think he was... But uh, other than that, it was just like... He's nuts. Yeah, he's, he's just crazy. He's just playing the genuinely insane character in the movie. Yeah, and I and I quite like that. I quite like that. Like that you can't you can't like ration with him. Wait, is that the is that the word ration? Bargain. But yeah, you can, yeah you can't bargain with him. He's just nuts, and I you do kind of appreciate that. that. Negotiate. That's it. Um, yeah, you can't you can't bargain negotiate with this guy because he's just crazy. And he will do, and he's like, you cannot change his mind. He's so set in his ways, and I, I kind of, yeah. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely, he's definitely a fun version of Zod. Yeah. Although I would have liked to see more screen time of oh, when he's definitely. like pre-frozen thing. Yeah. Like pre-Phantom Zone, did he get sent to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I hear the Phantom Zone, though, I think of Lego. You think of what? Sorry. Lego Batman. Oh, fuck's sake. I think of Lego Batman, I specifically think of Sauron just peering over onto the Joker. And just there like, this is fantastic. Like, <laughs> this is gr- this is the best DCEU movie, and it's not even a DCE movie. It's the best, it's the second best Batman movie ever made. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you can't argue with it. You, you can't. You can't argue with it. You can't. You, this. You can't. It's the truth. It's also one of the best Superman films ever made because he makes like a two-second appearance. I'm pretty sure. God damn it! Right. Um, realizing that Krypton is doomed, Jor-El steals the genetic codex sought by Zod and infuses them into the DNA of his infant son, Kal-el. The first naturally born Kryptonian child in centuries. Zod kills Jor-El, who sacrifices himself to allow his son to escape on a pre-programmed spacecraft after his wife, Laura L, launches it. <sighs> Why couldn't they have just said Laurel? Because it's Laura. It's Laura L. Yeah, but their last, Laurel, just for sure. Their last name is L. Don't care. He's not Kalel. Jor-El. Kal-el. Jor-El. It's not Jor-El, it's Jor-El. Callow me in. <laughs> Jesus. Um, the council quashes Zod's rebellion and the rebe- rebels are sentenced to exile in the Phantom Zone after being convicted of treason. Krypton explodes, explodes soon after. Why in the holiest of hells did the, Krypton, did the Kryptonians send all the bad guys into the Phantom Zone where they'd be safe and then let the planet die and not send themselves into the Phantom Zone. Why did? Why didn't they? Why did they do that? Why are the idiots? Because if they if they'd left them on that planet, then they would have died. So just Sadly, leave them you there. You realize this is a series where they had to like CGI out a mustache and did it badly. Anyway, following <laughs> Joe. So that by the way, that's the first twenty minutes. This movie is long. You and know that- what though. 
that first hour and a half, I'd say, goes by way quicker than the last hour. Oh, 100%. 100%. Although I do enjoy the action in the, in the last hour. I've like That last hour is very divisive for me because it's complete opposite tone to the rest of the movie. Yeah. And it feels like that's what Warner Bros. was saying, right, you've done your character piece, now do your insane, stupid action movie. Yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, so, following Jorel's coordinates, the uh, the ship crash lands on Earth in Kansas. A childless couple, Jonathan and Martha, war Martha Kent, find Kal-El. Why did you say that name? Find Kal-El and raise him as their own son, uh, naming him Clark. Clark eventually becomes an isolated young man as a result of developing superhuman powers, which he tries to hide from others. He learns his true origins from Jonathan, who urges him to keep his powers hidden. Several years later, Jonathan dies in a tornado while refusing to let Clark rescue him. Um, that is way later in this movie, though. Like that. Actual, they, they, these, um, these are all the flashback bits, scene, aren't they? These yeah. are all the flashback bits. Um, Honestly, though, those flashback bits are some really interesting moments because, once again, it's a character piece for the first hour for this movie. Yeah, the um, it's a it's painting a genuinely like broken person that's got to find himself in the world. The bit on the bus is great. The, bu- the bit the on the bus is fantastic. Yeah, and then like the moment after it as well, when like that kid is terrified of him now, even though he just saved his life. See, I'm I'm proper still terrified, but then also respect him. I'm 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 a bit torn on that whole moment. So the the scene the scene on the bus and when he saves them, it's great. And then that. That mum comes around, she's like, it's an act of God. It's like, oh my God. So then, I mean, the, yeah, but that's just like the most American thing you can think yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're living in a country. So then the dad goes outside to talk to Clark and he's like, and he's like, you know, you shouldn't be showing your powers to people. He's like, what was I supposed to do? Let them die? And he says, maybe. Yeah. Why? He's, he's, he's just saying to Superman, yeah, maybe you should let that bus full of should innocent be- kids die. I mean, yeah, I cannot completely understand what you're on about, but at the same time, like it's it's that situation where he wants him to currently hide himself because he's kind of embarrassed of his son, even though his son has superhuman abilities that will make people love it. He's not embarrassed by him. You never get that impression. That that scene gives me that impression, though. It gives me this like the sense of he is kind of he's not necessarily embarrassed, but he's kind of scared. That people will find him, find out what he is. Yeah, he's, he's scared for him. He's scared for him. Yeah, he, he doesn't. But he's want... also kind of embarrassed that it's his son that, like, all this is happening to because it's no. also his family that also. But then, like, all this but then, straight to. after that scene, like, I'm, I'm really, like, I'm like, what the fuck? He just said he could, should kill all those kids, and then straight after that, though, he shows him the ship that he landed on and says, and says like, you're a, you know, you're an alien. You, you, you had, you had your own parents out there who sent you here for a reason. And he's like, wait, but like, you know, and and but but his dad says like, oh well, fuck all that. You're still my son. And I love you. That's like that's a great moment. Like I don't really give a shit about any of this. You're still my boy. Yeah, my boy. Anyway, I can understand that, but at the same time, it just it like this movie really does shift tone from time to time until the end of it, where it just shifts to really for one big section. Yeah. Um. The tornado thing as well. Super dumb. Yeah. 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 Really fucking dumb. Really dumb. It's a a sad scene. I'll give him that. No, it's not. But it's not sad. It's It's just dumb. No, it's sad because his his dad's died and, like, you you have to see Henry Cavill or Cavill or Cheville. Cheville. Henry Cheville. Let's just go with that from now on. Henry Cheville. Um, You have to see Henry Cheville, like, sad and i don't like seeing him sad it doesn't feel right there's in the first superman movie his his dad dies of a heart attack and that's a lesson to superman that he can't no matter what he cannot save every single person and that's that's not replicated here in this it's like it was an easily avoidable moment where if superman went for the dog then and that car tried to squash him he would have gone through it like butter so like yeah what there was there's no there's no lesson in that Okay, I can understand where you're coming from, and I can also understand where the where Zack Snyder was coming from when he was writing that kind of thing. When it's just like he he's painted this picture of it, this, his dad doesn't want him to be found out, so obviously he's not gonna 
send him into the tornado because he'll be completely fine and everybody will be wondering why the fuck is he so fine? You're so fine. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Henry. Um, but yeah, like... <sighs> <laughs> I was waiting for that reaction. Um, but yeah, like, that entire thing where for some reason his dad just randomly dies when he could have actually saved him completely agree he should have just saved him yeah definitely like genuinely should have just saved him like granted would have been you know like would have made everybody think hey how the fuck can he save him but at the same time <laughs> his dad wouldn't be dead yeah definitely like, would you I'd rather ra have a dead dad or people know that you're a superhuman N not even know that you're a superhuman just think that you're really lucky yeah. You just say, oh man, well, I just got really no, lucky. It's America. It's America. They'll jump to conclusions. Yeah, it's just an act of God, guys. Yeah, I had one when, yeah, when exactly. I was a kid as well. Like, I, oh, God spoke to me. He yeah. came down from the heavens and he said, Henry Cheville. <clears throat> not not Clark Kent. Henry no, Cheville. Henry Cheville. Got, yeah. Uh, God <laughs> knows my true name. Um, yeah, and we're gonna you move are, on. We're gonna, gonna move on from this. We're gonna move on from this. Um, burdened with guilt and looking for live long and prosper. Burdened with guilt and looking for a purpose in life, Clark yeah. leaves to travel the world for several years under various aliases. Um, that's that's a great scene as well. The it's it's literally straight after the Krypton scene, and he land like the, the ship crashes, and then it just cuts to him uh, working on this like Coast Guard boat. And he jumps yeah. out, swims over to this burning oil rig, and yeah, get, gets out. He, op he rips scene. open the door, and he's just on fire, naked. And they're well, all like, "What the I realized when I was watching that scene as well, though, like fucking Aquaman stole that scene. Yeah, it did. Like, he, he did. He does the exact same thing. Oh, also, quick um, extra bit of news. Um, like Amber Heard has been kicked off of Aquaman. Um, it, nothing official's come out yet. I don't care. I still like that she's getting kicked off of Aquaman. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, Get fucked. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right though about Aquaman. Yeah, it does rip this off. Uh, but it there's literally that. rips the entire scene. The only difference is Jason Momoa is moist. Henry Cavill is hot because he's on fire. Boom. Yeah, but they are, they are both hot men. You couldn't have just like said... Like stuck with my moist and hot joke. Anyway, please stop saying the word moist and hot. Moist. Um. So yeah. Um. There's that, there's that great moment as well when that he's getting them all onto thing and it's about to collapse and that guy in the 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 plane the helicopter's like, come on, dude, come on. And this thing collapses and he just picks it up and he's like, holy shit, and it flies off. Go, go, go. So they're like flying off. Can you imagine being that guy? He's like, Jesus Christ, what have I just witnessed? He's just... Um, but yeah, I, I really like that moment. That It's a small moment, but I still like that. It's the most Henry Cheville moment. Of <laughs> it's the most... Oh, anyway. Right. Then, where are we up to in this now? Oh god, I've lost. Uh -oh. I've lost my place. Yeah, Daily Planet reporter Lois Lane, played by Amy Adams, um, receives an assignment to investigate the discovery of a Kryptonian scout ship in the Canadian Arctic. Uh, having gained work at the discovery site, Clark enters the ship and activates its central computer with a key left by Jor-El, which allows him to communicate with an artificial intelligence modeled after his father. Do you mean Jor-El? Yes, Jor-El. The AI explains that Clark was sent to Earth to guide its people and presents him with a Kryptonian uniform bearing his family's symbol. Gives him the Superman suit. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's all it is. Like, bearing his family's symbol. Just, like, he just gets a suit. Yeah. While he, gets some, he gets a top. While following Clark, Lois inadvertently triggers the ship's security system. Clark uses his powers to rescue Lois before wearing the uniform and testing his, his flying abilities. By the way, when he says to rescue Lois, it's their very first scene together. She's been shot by this thing. And he's like, right, okay, I've got to cauterize this wound. And uses his heat vision to, to, to save her. And she's just screaming. It's like, how the hell did they form a romantic relationship after this? <laughs> That is horrifying. To be fair, she's probably into that. 
Yeah, we know. We all know what Amy Adams is like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, let's be fair to her. She probably liked it. Maybe a bit too much. Maybe they weren't screams. No, they were definitely screams. They were definitely screams. Um, Which right. kind, though? Uh, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> what the fuck was that noise? Then he uh, tests his flying abilities. This seems sick. When he's like, he starts jumping about, and he's just like, okay, "This is another scene that made me want, uh, like, just a video game movie in general." At this point, for um, a side thing, you know, Dead May Cry, because he just double jumps, like he literally mid-air double jumps, yeah, to start flying, and you just keep on seeing it. It's just like, how the fuck did they just do a double jump in a movie and, and make it look good? And there's that great moment when he's like, he puts his fist on the floor and like the stuff around him starts floating. It's like, oh shit, that's cool. It looks cool. It looks really cool. I like it. Um, So unable to convince Super- Supervisor Perry White to, uh, to publish an article on the incident, Lois tracks down Clark back to his family home in Kansas, intent on finding the truth. Uh, she tries to persuade Clark to let her reveal his story, but decides to drop it after hearing of Jonathan Kent's sacrifice and keeps Clark's identity safe. Okay, can I just say, though, that, that scene is kind of dumb when she goes back and is just like, okay, you drop the story. Yeah. Because at that point, she'd already leaked it. You can't drop something that's already leaked online. Yeah, yeah. You leaked it. <laughs> yeah, you literally leaked it. You can't tell him to drop the story when you're the one who gave it to somebody to leak. Yeah. Oh, she's in. That's just that's just stupid. Re- and then also, she gets told that she's got three weeks suspension. Two minutes later, she's back in the fucking scene, and he, she's back in the office anyway. Yeah, and it is but like three th- weeks th- This all happens in like the space of a few days. Yeah. Um. And I, you know what? I really like Amy Adams as an actress. She's really, really wasted in these movies. Oh, yeah, 100%. I didn't really even know she wasted. was in the next movies. She's really wasted in this one. Really wasted. Um, so, escaping the Phantom Zone off screen. We have no idea how it happens. Uh, Zod and his crew intercept a transmission from the scout vessel and travel to Earth. Uh, deducing that Kalol is nearby, um, they broadcast a global ad- address. Um, oh, oh, a global address, sorry. Uh, demanding that he surrender or risk war. Uh, without revealing his identity and wearing the Kryptonian uniform, Clark meets with the United States Air Force and agrees to comply uh, with Lois joining him as a hostage. Uh, that scene's great, by the way, when he when he walks into the uh, the military base and he's got like he, they handcuff him and and he sits down. And she's like. Why'd you let them handcuff you? It's like, oh, if it makes them feel better, like he's got the handcuffs on and he stands up and just pulls them up. Like it's not, there's no effort in it at all. Yeah. It's just like, he's separating his hands, which I mean, in reality that like the, the prop wasn't probably wasn't even together. It's just, it just looks so cool. I mean, to be fair, the prop was probably together just by like some glue. Yeah. And then, um, so he probably just went, but then like there's that moment where Lois says, uh, what, what, what does that S mean on your chest? And he's like, Oh, it's not an S it's, uh, it, on my planet, it's a symbol it, for hope. yeah. She says, "Well, here it, it's an S." It's like, <laughs> um, to be fair, that's like that is one moment. Although I was really hoping they go for the, uh, how about Superman? And then they cut her, like mid sentence. I was like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, that's the perfect way to do that." And then there is a moment like, later on where out of nowhere, just call him Superman. That's that, the most funny way to do it. Yeah, like one of the guys, one of the one of the, the army generals later on says, uh, "Oh, they they were uh, they're heading back to the ship and they got Superman with them." It's like Superman. Oh, sorry, the, uh, the the alien. That's what they're calling him. Like that, I think that that's really good. I like that. That's a much better way than him just going. What should we call you? Superman. What what are you? Some kind of Superman? What what are you? Some kind of man? Yes. A super? Yeah. You know what? I, I think the S stands for Suicide Squad. I think it stands for Sewer Mage. <laughs> I Check think out it, Sewer Mage on YouTube. I think it stands for Suck My Cot. Anyway, um, so <laughs> Zod reveals that he possesses several 
terraforming devices, the largest called a world engine, uh, which he salvaged from Kryptonian outposts, which he intends to use to transform Earth into a new Krypton. His science officer, Jax Ur, um, extracts information from Clark's genes to create Kryptonian colonists who will annihilate humanity and build a society based on the sort of ideals of genetic society. purity. Oh my god, there's so many big words in this. And they also said society. Um, for me, this is like the last this is like the last point in the movie where it's I would say good. Cause from this point on, things go nuts. So there's I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing at I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to uh, I've been having a look at Junkie XL, the guy who did the um, composition for most of the DCEU movies. Uh, yeah. Primarily, I think he did this. He did Batman v Superman. Um, he did. He's doing the Justice League. He's done fucking like Sonic, and um, he's doing Godzilla vs Kong. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on his credits though, there's Superman, Man of Steel, a short film. I was like, oh, I've not heard of that. Reason I've heard, I haven't heard of it. It's a Minecraft movie. Unbelievable. And somebody stole his music and put it in it, and have credited him as well. That is so fucking funny to me. Anyway, sorry. I just, I had, I had to, I had to talk about that. I feel like there's more Minecraft movies than there are like Superman movies at this point. Yeah. So uh, th there's a moment when he like breaks out, the, he breaks out of the ship because uh, Lois has been ejected out and he like, because, because when he's on the Kryptonian ship, he sort of loses his powers. And I kind of like that. I like that. Um, and then so he gets back outside and he just sort of floats off into space and then does that turn to the sun, sort of gets the sun on the side of his face and then flies towards it. I'm like, oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, yeah. And then, um, right, okay, yeah, sick. Then using the Jor-El AI to take over the shit, Clark and Lois flee. That's that bit. And warn the US military of Zod's plan, resulting in an explosive confrontation between Clark and Zod's troops, just as Zod orders an invasion. Um, that that bit, that they go down to Martha Kent and be like, right, where is the ship that he landed on? And they throw her about. And he flies down and just beats the living piss out of Zod. He's like, don't touch my mum. It's like, oh, fuck, yeah. Go on, bro. Like, that's... It, it just... It, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice human moment from this god, you know? It's like, don't touch my... Lie, don't though. touch my mum. It just made me think of us like a kid who um, is protecting his mum. Yeah, exactly. And that's great. Yeah. That's really great. It's just like a really, really, ex like, extend... Well, not even extended, like, over-the-top version of exactly that kind of moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Protect your mum's kids. Don't let have you don't have abusive parents. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus Christ, David. <laughs> I had to get it out there, man. You have to uh, end on a positive note with stuff like that. <laughs> so, oh crap, I'm tired. <laughs> Zod deploys the world engine from the Kryptonian ship which touches down in the Indian Ocean and begins firing a beam through the planet towards the ship, severely damaging the city of Metropolis and initiating the terraforming strategy. This is where the movie, like, the destruction in this movie becomes apocalyptic. It really does. It genuinely looks like... It kind of looks like the Maze Runner 2. It looks like... Okay, maybe not like that. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> I need a quick minute. I'm going to go get a drink. Shit. 
Are you okay now? I have a Capra Sun. <clears throat> of course you do. I have like another five in the fridge, but he's got a fucking paper straw. Ooh, that's gross. Literally. Um. Right. Oh, it's so hard to get in. That's what she said. So, um, Clark destroys the world engine. Um, while the military launches a suicide attack, sending Zod's troops back to the Phantom Zone. Uh, with the ship destroyed and Krypton's only hope of revival gone, Zod vows to destroy the Earth and its inhabitants out of revenge. The two the two Kryptonians engage in a lengthy battle across Metropolis, which concludes when Clark is forced to kill Zod as he attacks a cornered family in a train station. Yeah. There you go. That's the end of the Zod. And then uh, the last little wrap-up. Clark adopts a separate public identity with the military codename Superman and persuades the government to let him act independently so long as he does not turn up, turn against humanity. To allow access to dangerous situations without distracting, without attracting, uh, to allow access to dangerous situations without attracting attention, he covertly maintains his civilian identity and takes a job as a freelance freelance reporter for the Daily Planet. Can I just say, isn't that basically like the Sokovia Accords from CU? No, just a lot less, you know. Complicated. That's just the Sokovia Accords with extra steps. No. No. <laughs> with, with less steps. With less steps. No, no, not, not quite, not quite. Um, this movie's weird. This movie's really weird. I re- it, it bugs Wait, me because... The, like, did, did we even talk about the fact that he fucking snaps his neck? Yeah, he snaps his neck. Like, out of nowhere, he just, like... Like, granted, he's trying to kill this innocent... But let's face it, the way that he snaps his neck, his eyes would have lasered the family anyway. Yeah. That family's dead. Superman just killed a family and Zod at the same time. Is Superman really Hitler? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm friends with you. <laughs> You gotta admit the Dragon Ball Z bit was your favorite part of that entire set. No, it was. You you can't you can't lie to me. Um, I think overall though this movie has like if it's good for an hour and a half and then it's bad for an hour, it's a decent movie. It's gotta be more good than bad. Even but to be fair, even during those good that good hour and a half there's still some really dumb moments in it i think the maximum i can give this is a six out of ten i was just drinking the rest of my capri sun so uh, yeah so i'm gonna give it a seven wow i i know that i agree with you completely I do agree with you that you can't really give it more than that just because of it being, you know, basically like an hour 20 good movie, an hour 10 bad movie. But, and here's my thing that's giving it an extra point. Although the action comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's a huge, like, change in tone. Fuck me is the action fun in this movie. But it's not. It's just I no like I because of the video game style like it's, cinematography with yeah yeah I get that I get that I get that it looks so fun it looks and it looks interactive it looks like an anime battle exactly and I love that I think that's I, fucking and sick. I, to be fair now now that I've said that I completely understand why you like it yeah completely. like I I think the idea of like live action anime battle superhero is the perfect idea for a superman movie to be honest because he is this god amongst men he is the fastest human well not even human he's the fastest thing alive he's the what the strongest thing alive he's able to do fucking anything of course he's going to fight like an anime (laughs) 
And obviously, of course, he's going to scream every fucking which he fucking does. He does scream a lot in this. He screams a lot. He's ju- Superman is just Goku. <sighs> Sh- um, Henry Cavill you for got the a next. Title there. Henry Cavill for the next Dragon Ball movie confirmed. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Broly Two. Henry Cavill. That that's the subtitle. Henry Shavel. Henry Shavel is the actual subtitle. It's not starring. It's just Henry Shavel title. Yeah. It's not even starring him. They just mentioned his name. He comes um, in at the end and says society. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm mixed on this movie. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, and I would probably watch it again. It's I don't, definitely the I, best like DCEU movie I've watched. Ah, so you haven't seen a lot of them, though, have you? I've watched most of Suicide Squad. I couldn't finish it. Right. I watched half an hour of um, Batman v Superman at one point. I couldn't finish it. I didn't even try and watch um, Justice League. I've watched um, Aquaman. It was okay. What about Wonder Woman and Shazam? Haven't bothered with any of the Wonder Womans. I don't care. Uh, Shazam, I wanted to watch. I just haven't. But it seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, to be fair, like Wonder Woman, Aquaman and Shazam are the three best ones. I haven't like had a reason to watch Shazam, so I just haven't watched Shazam. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it. Um, well, yeah. we've we've got a. Uh, I I've got the draft of a Marvel versus DC tournament. So and I think it's in that. Yeah. So we'll um, we'll probably do it then. I mean, it's probably one of the highest rated. Other than this, I genuinely yeah. enjoy this film. It's it's a lot of fun. it's got a good character piece, and then the action is fantastic for me, primarily because of the video game slash look and style of it and yeah. feel and I think like, I think it literally looks like Devil May Cry. It looks how <laughs> Devil May Cry plays. I think I think the, 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 the three best performances in this as well are Henry Cavill does really well. Michael Henry Shannon is, is a really great villain and I think Kevin Costner as Jonathan Ken is is real good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Over, overall though, for me Six out of ten. I can't give it more than that because the end, like, it's just the ending is so ridiculously over the top, and I get why that works for you, but for me, it's just too much of a tone shift, and I oh can't yeah, no, I can completely understand. It. it is a very huge tone shift, and that's why it's not higher. Yeah, like this really interesting character piece to go into, literally animo, <clears throat> is fucking ridiculous. Although I genuinely enjoyed the animo. The Anna moments, if you will. I also can't let down the fact that it is also a huge shift change. Shift change, like tone change, even. Yeah. Tone shift. There we tone go. Tone shift. There you go. That's the that's the word. I definitely was until six a.m. last night. <laughs> um. Right there we go. That that's it. That's our review of Man of Steel. It's certainly a movie. It certainly is a a movie that we watched. We did in preparation for this podcast. Did we? Yeah. Next week is the big one. We're doing Batman v no, Superman. That's not the big one. Yes, it is. <laughs> is it? David. Really? David's so excited for it. Oh fuck you! <laughs> I watched it last night, and I did. I I may have fallen. Can I just say I, this movie has twenty eight percent of run. I'm, I may have fallen asleep slightly while watching it. And it even has a 62% audience score. It's lower than Man of Steel. Yeah. Um, granted, that's for the theatrical cut, but I can't find the fucking um, Ultimate Edition or whatever the bloody other call. We'll go through the movie next week. Or for us, it'll be a couple of days, but... Yeah, next week. Next week. So, to wrap up this episode, we're going to do a quick little segment we like to call... Hey David, why don't you I sell? Marry you. Why don't you sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book? If you're a nerd, is it the look in your eyes? That joke is really or not is funny. It's dancing too. You've not done it for a while, and I've been glad. Who cares, baby? I think I wanna marry you. I'm going to punch you. Just say I do. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me right now, baby. 
<laughs> Tell me right now, baby. Say baby it, right, just say I do. What a tune. What a tune. It is a tune. See, now you're in the sun. Now you've come along to the side of Marry You. David, David, fucking sell me something right now. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm gonna sell you. Okay, so, 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 so. Last night, last night, um, I was watching Tangled. Great movie. Uh, with someone. Um, and fucking hell, is that movie good? Like, I cry at that movie every time, and I'm, I'm not even ashamed to say. I fucking love this movie so much. It's literally, you know, the scene when they're on the water and they sing um, "Now I See the Light." Yeah, I cry every time. Oh, bro! Yeah, great movie. Beautiful. It is absolutely that scene is gorgeous. It has so much character in it. It's got this really, really nice connection between Flynn and Rapunzel. And do you know what else it is? Go on. Better than Frozen. It is better than Frozen, I'll give you that. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of Frozen. Frozen's fine. I, I, think it's a, I think it's a decent film, and I think it has some good music. It's just the music in that film got so overplayed for me, yeah. and for everybody else in the world, that I got sick of hearing it. Oh, yeah. But I cannot get enough of the music in this, and it's because I haven't heard it enough. I haven't heard it too much, and so I love hearing it every single time I do. It is gorgeous. The, the the music the animation Disney come I for the longest time I thought this was a Pixar film and Disney completely sold the like the art style of Pixar stuff yeah they did but you know what I don't care because it brought me that film <laughs> it's so good it's one of my favorite animated films ever wow big shout yeah um and another one I'm gonna sell just because I remind it I remind myself of it because it's another one of my favorite animated films of all time um the emperor's new groove hmm it's great i fucking love it <laughs> it's really fun you know what you know what this is this conversation is make really making me want to do a tournament on animated films like Can we, we do our top 10 animated i to- i would totally be down to do that i would totally i'll, I'll get i'll get to working on that yeah that sounds yeah. dope uh i have one more some movie that i'm watching tonight is it batman um, v superman no, it is not, because I'm going to be watching that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to sell you Sky High. <laughs> dude, dude, stop selling me banging movies. It's so fucking good. Sky High is Sky great. Sky High is the greatest superhero film not based on a superhero comic. Uh, what about The Incredibles? It's now the second, the second best. Because <laughs> <laughs> The Incredibles came out a year before. Oh my god, it did. But, um, it did, but like Sky High is just so much fun. It has so much angst. It's so stupid. Like that scene when the guy who's on fire all the time just like sets a blaze. It jumps on the table. It's got Mary Elizabeth Winstead. It does have Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Kurt Russell. Kurt, Ru- I feel like Kurt Russell is just playing the character. It's got Bruce Campbell. It does have Bruce Campbell. It just has Bruce Campbell. Oh. This makes it... You know what? Fuck it. Sky High, better than The Incredibles. Because of Bruce Campbell. Oh my... No, no. Fuck I'm, you, James. You're on your island there, mate. You're on your own there, <laughs> I mate. know. I definitely am. <laughs> I love it. I genuinely love that film. So I don't know if it's because of nostalgia or because it's genuinely... No, no, no. It I is, don't care. It is it's really funny. It is not nostalgia. It is genuinely just a really good movie. <laughs> it is just a really yeah. good movie. Sky High, great movie. It is so movie. much fun. It is so fun. Um, yeah, sick recommendations. Um, I'm going to recommend you... For, well, you were talking about your favourite animated films. I'll recommend one of my favourite animated films. Uh, it was on TV this week. Uh, it's Wes Anderson's I Love Dogs. I've not watched that. Dude, this movie's fantastic. This movie is absolutely fantastic. It's set in Japan, um, and it's like a claim... It's not claymation, stop motion animation, sorry. And, um, it, it follows this, yeah, this, yeah, so it's this, uh, city in Japan that, uh, their, their mayor absolutely hates dogs. And so, when they all start getting this, uh, this 
dog flu called snout fever. He sends every single dog in the country to this uh, island where they send all their rubbish. And it's called the Isle of Dogs. And then this um, the mayor's ward um, loses his dog during this whole thing and so flies over to the island to try and find his dog. And then a group of dogs try and help him find his dog. Um, the kid is Japanese, so only speaks in Japanese. But then all the dogs are voiced by various Wes Anderson-style celebrities. So one of them's Bill Murray, one of them's Jeff Goldblum, one of them's Ed Norton. And then the... I can 100% just see like Jeff Goldblum as a dog. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Uh, and the main one is Brian Cranston. And uh, I fucking love Brian Cranston. It's so such much. a good movie. It's Mate, so see, adorable. In like the most recent or one of the most recent episodes of One Division, when we saw like that clip from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it makes me want to watch from Malcolm in the Middle so fucking badly. <laughs> Like, I re- I want to binge the shit out of that show, and I need it on Netflix. Not on Channel 4, so I have, like, 72 hours an episode. Yeah. I need it on Netflix. I need to watch. You know, you know the, they're doing a trial on on Channel 4 now where you can pay to, re- to remove the ads. So basically just pay for the subscription service. Honestly? I'd do that. I'd do that yeah. just for Malcolm in the Middle and then cancel my subscription service. <laughs> um, I genuinely would because I fucking love it. it's so good so yeah I-, I Love Dogs go and check it out I'm not quite sure what it's on right now but yeah check it out I Love Dogs is really really good Um, and then the the other movie we watched was um, it was my flatmate's turn to do, to uh, choose the movie one night and uh, she said that one of her favourite movies of all time was Mrs. Doubtfire nice I'd never seen it what yeah i've never seen it and so we watched it it's it's a cute movie it's a real cute movie robin it's just a lot of fun robin williams is great it's a great family film yeah it's i'm surprised you haven't watched that considering the the rest of development and like they just do a mrs doubtfire <laughs> they do do a mrs doubtfire <laughs> do do um <laughs> But yeah, th- yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire, it's, it's a really solid family movie. I've, yeah, there, there's not really much else to say about it because it's a classic, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good, solid movie. Yeah. Whereas The Isle of Dogs is a masterpiece. Right. <laughs> I think that's going to be it for us. Yeah, how long was that? An hour. An hour? An hour. That doesn't feel right. I think we need to extend it. <laughs> I no, gen- no genuinely, I think we need to ex- because we we've, we've never done an hour episode. Yeah, we have. Yeah, the uh, Street Fighter one we did was only an hour ten. Should we just talk for ten minutes? No, let's not. Let's. I want to play Halo. Right. Yeah, you know what? I will jump on Halo. <laughs> right. Let me wrap up. You know, what? let's just let's just continue recording the podcast. No. Play Halo. Fuck off, man. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, um, Oh, wait. Tell you what I could do. Oh, my God. I can plug. I can plug my. No, 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 no. I'm going to plug my short film. Plug the Patreon after as well. No, because I haven't properly set it up yet. No, we can plug it because you're not going to be releasing it today, are you? Very good point. We can sell out like sometime this week. So, thank you. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. We have, I have two big, I have, I have a big update and then we have a big update. So my update yeah. is that I made a short film. What? Crazy. What? Yeah, I, I did it for a uni project and it's, I like to think, it, I think it's really good. Uh, I will leave a link to it in the description. Please go and check it out. It's, um, it's about me running for president. It's kind of like a, a mockumentary kind of thing. And then it gets kind of real towards the end. It's a, it's a, it's yeah. a fun time. Uh, I've got, seen a clip from it. And I can genuinely tell you that it is really uh, Xander is I know I shit on him a lot, but he's genuinely a good actor. Thanks, man. Thanks. That means a lot. Uh, yeah, so go and check that out. It's called Running for President and it's on um, the YouTube channel for my um, well, my uh, theatre company, Dramatic Death, that I co-run with a couple of friends from mine from uh, university. So go and check that that channel out. I'll leave a link in the description. Subscribe to it and uh, see what else we do because we're, we're, we're planning a lot of fun stuff over there. Um, so go and check out Running for President and our big update 
we've made a Patreon page because we've yeah, we we've have. had a lot of growth over the past couple of months. Uh, so Ever I'm, since Xander's appearance on the chase, we've had a fair few people coming in listening. So we decided that we we wanted to do a Patreon for like basically since the start of doing this podcast, but we stopped. Like we stopped ourselves from doing it too early. We thought, wait until we got a bit of a following. Yeah. We feel like the following's grown. Like you guys are genuinely fucking growing in numbers every day and it's insane. Yeah. And so we thought, you know what? Let's just get it out there. We'll get it made. And if anybody wants to do it, like wants to jump on it and support us, feel free. If you don't, don't do it. Seriously. There's no like there's no rush to get it done we just thought it would be nice to do it for you definitely as well because we kind of want money from them <laughs> um so yeah we've we've got we've got three tiers over there so go and check them out one of them is ridiculously it, it's silly and it's purposefully silly um but the the other two are the main ones uh, you might want to check out so go to head on over to our patreon page i will leave a link to it in the description and um that's gonna do it for this week thank you so much to everyone for listening um yeah we've had a great time today haven't we yeah henry Treville, hit me up not not for the podcast just hit me up <laughs> yeah i want to fuck you um <laughs> don't out me like that <laughs> um thank you so much david for coming on once again ah, it's, it's fine man you just it's just what we do in it it's just what we do yeah like henry cavill <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's okay. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I've been Xander. Um, if you want to listen, have I have been. Yeah, all along. No <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to uh, listen to more of us, head on over to our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music, where we post weekly, obviously. And then head on over to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, where we post clips every week. Uh, before uh, after the show goes out where you can listen to the clip see if it's the episode for you and if it is head on over and listen to the whole thing because we have fun here uh, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week for Batman v Superman and David's absolute horror yes uh, I am I am not going to be a happy boy sorry I just heard some music I was very confused <laughs> It sounded like the match of the day theme. <laughs> right. Bye. Bye. Sick one. <laughs>